What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Mangone. Back after talking NFL, we're talking NBA with my buddy, Chief Justice, Will Priester. How's it going over there, my man? Going great, man. Uh, you know, speaking of NBA, I got, we'll see how it goes tonight. I got a few that I think have a shot to get there. We will know when we wake up in the morning. Uh, in the meantime, we got a whole big 10-game slate to talk about and put this, you know, two-game slate behind us. Really excited uh, to try to share some tips and, and, and help you guys win some money. So uh, ready to get cracking when you are. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm ready to rock. But before we do that, let's talk about Fantasy Draft. They're our sponsor to the podcast. If you guys haven't checked them out yet, jump on over to Fantasy Draft. They have rake-free action going on over there. They have the Hooters, uh, you know, contest going on. I think it's 250K. We talked about it yesterday on the pod. 35K to first, uh, you know, 25K to second, 20K to third. Awesome NFL tournament that you can get in on there. But listen, don't just wait for NFL. Jump in for NBA. Win some money there so you can throw even more on NFL for Sunday. So jump on in on the fantasy draft, rake free action that we got going on. Uh, let's dive right in. Let's kind of talk about the slate. Will you kind of said it, it's a 10 gamer uh, coming off a two game slate. So uh, lots of players will be rested. Don't have to worry about the back to backs and all that stuff. Um, first game up though. And I was talking with someone about this. They said, listen, it would just be smart every night to probably stack the wizards game, right? Like that'd be a profitable strategy. We should probably do that. Um, we're going to start with the Hornets. We're going to start with the Wizards, a game that I recommend stacking. Uh, it's got a pretty big total here at 233. The Wizards, they're minus five favorites. Uh, you're the Charlotte guy, Will. So how about you kick us off with your Charlotte Hornets and tell us what you're thinking? Yeah, man. I, I actually, what I'm thinking is I wish we'd just moved Devontae Graham back to the bench. That would just be so much better, I think, for the team kind of let him have more of a six-game role. Look, he, does he deserve to start? Absolutely. But if we're going to commit to starting Terry Rozier, I just really wish we'd move Graham back to the bench. All right, that's my rant. Uh, in terms of Charlotte, man, I, I think this is the day, though. You look at Graham. I think you look at Rozier. I think you consider these guys. Obviously, in my book, you play Graham over Rozier in this spot. Uh, you know, Malik Monk is down to 4,600. Uh, I do think Nick Batum is, you know, I think he's okay as well at 4,100. I, I like everybody from Charlotte here. One guy that stood out to me uh, was was Miles Bridges at 5K and then P.J. Washington at 47. My concern with P.J. is just the minutes. I really wish he was stable at 27 to 30 minutes. I think this would be a spot we could fire him up. I think TJ, P.J. Washington is deep, deep tournament play. If you're, if you're running 100, 150 lineups, I think you get some Washington exposure here. Uh, he would be a, a really good guy for, for everyone to throw in that. Uh, the mini-max, if you're playing the mini-max, man, get P.J. Washington in those lineups. The minutes are unstable, but it's just such a great price for a guy that's going to be going up in one of the fastest-paced games on the slate. Uh, and then Cody Zeller is kind of in the same book. Minutes are all over the place. But I think if you're thinking about doing some sort of a game stat, you try to get some exposure to some of these cheap Hornets and Devontae Graham. Yep, definitely have to consider those guys. Is it Graham over Rozier for you, uh, depending on the price? Like, it's 6900 for Graham. It's 6200 for Terry Rozier. Uh, you know, point per dollar. Which one's your favorite, Will? Uh, I'm always going to take Graham right now, unless there's a huge discrepancy. So, if Graham's 69 and Terry Rozier's 55, Terry Rozier's the better play all day long. But, you know, just the five to $700 difference, 
I'm going to continue to side with Graham with, with what he's doing, scoring, the assist rates, the whole nine. I'll side with Graham as long as the price is within, you know, five to 800 bucks. Yeah, I know Rozier's assist rate has been affected a little bit by uh, Graham being in the lineup, but I, I think I'm going to go Rozier over, over uh, Graham. But both are great options. Uh, anyone against the Wizards is a great play, right? We got to be loading up on these guys. Um, you know, talk about Washington as an interesting tournament play. Any interest in Malik Monk? I mean, he saw 28 minutes last game. He's a cheap guard that you can consider. Is he a guy you want to look at? Yeah, for sure. Like I said, I mean, I, I like all the cheap Charlotte guys. Bridges, Washington, Zeller, Monk, Batum, um, you know, the, that group of guys, and then Devontae Graham. So that's kind of my strategy with Charlotte. You know, filter in the cheap guys. Maybe you take two and Graham. You know, this two and Graham, this two and Graham, three and Graham. Um, you know, if you're, if you're considering the stacking option for this game. But Graham is kind of my big spin on Charlotte and then filtering the cheap guys that are getting the minutes. All right, well, let's go to the Washington side of the ball. And uh, listen, I, I love Beal. I love Bryant. I think that they're phenomenal plays. Uh, ended up playing Bradley Beal against the Spurs. And, you know, it didn't work out the greatest, uh, but he had like an, a horrific first half and then bounced back a ton in the second half. Like I still buy into Bradley Beal. I still think he's an amazing guy that you want to run back if you're playing the Charlotte Hornets. And I think he's one of the, uh, you know, better plays of the day. Yeah, for sure. I, I like Bradley Beal. Uh, I, I'm going to start out with, I don't think it's a hot take per se, but listen, man, I've got a guy on this Wizards team that I think we need to be firing up today. Ladies and gentlemen, bring it to our stage, Moritz Wagner. Today is the day. Wagner's coming out, guns blazing. Uh, do I think you need to play some Thomas Bryant? Absolutely. You guys, if you haven't heard the pod, I'm attacking Charlotte every slate. I don't care which team it is. They're terrible inside right now. Can't stop a nosebleed. Morris Wagner is probably my favorite value play almost on the day, but especially in this game. If he's going to get 25 minutes consistently, 22.4% usage rate, averaging 1.20 fantasy points per minute against my Charlotte Hornets, I think this is another game where he could put up 30 to 40 with E. So really want to hammer Morris Wagner. Might not be a popular player around the industry. Bet your bottom dollar he's going to be in the Chiefs player pool. Outside of that, Bradley Beals, obviously a phenomenal play. The usage is there. The fantasy points per minute are there. And then most recently as well, Davis Bertans has seen an extreme uptick in minutes, playing around 30 to 31 minutes a game, shooting the deep ball. I think he's a guy you get some exposure to as well. Not as – Rui Hachimura, I'm kind of off, off the Rui train because we don't know about his minutes. They're kind of unstable. But Wagner, Beal, Bryant, Bertans, those four guys are at the top of my list for this game in terms of Wizards exposure. Yeah, uh, I get the Wagner call. I'm more on the Hachimura. I think he's more uh, has more stabilized minutes than you do. I'm not as worried about him. But uh, I understand, and uh, I think you're going to get Wagner low on there, Will. So uh, I think that foreshadows to our game later on. I think he'll be one of your guys that you end up uh, kind of picking in, in our game. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it, this is a game where, guys, like if you're playing, like make sure to stack it up in your tournaments. Make sure to get exposure to it in your cash games. Uh, it's a 233 total, and it's a 233 total for a reason. So load up on it. Lots and lots of good plays there. Uh, let's move on to the next game. We got the Atlanta Hawks. We got the Detroit Pistons with a 225 total here. Uh, Will, talk to me about this game. Talk about the Pistons first. Uh, how are you approaching this team with Blake Griffin now? 
Well, I mean, look, you know, one of the things I was trying to look for is whether or not Blake was going to see the minutes increase. And, I mean, I, I feel like Blake is playing stable enough minutes to where we can consider him as long as the price is right. Now, I don't, I don't feel as comfortable with Blake at 7,700 right now. I would really prefer Blake be around 7K. But, you know, at some point an explosion is coming. The price is fair. I like guys better than him. At this point right now, I'm going to continue to side with Drummond over Blake, even though I know Blake is going to eat into his usage a little bit. I still think Drummond's a bit more safe um, for cash and tournaments, of course. Uh, so that's kind of where I am. Outside of that, don't really want to play a whole bunch of guys from this team. I mean, Derrick Rose is going to get some minutes, but I don't think you have to go there for the price. Luke Kennard, his price is elevated because of his production, playing really good minutes in the 30s, sometimes 40. But I just don't think he has the same upside with Blake there. So all in all, I'm really kind of off of the Pistons unless someone is out. Uh, and that's kind of where I am with the Pistons. Yeah, but, like, I mean, hear me out a little bit here, Will. Uh, listen, the the Hawks, right? We, oh, it's, it's we, another Washington game. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, listen, the Hawks, they we can destroy them on the inside too, right? Um, a guy like Andre Drummond, I mean, he's 8.5K, Will. I mean, I love what Andre Drummond's been doing all season long. Uh, you know, against the Bulls, he only ended up having – 38 fantasy points. I thought he'd maybe have a little bit of a better game, but dude, there is still upside here for him, even with Blake. Yeah. And um, I think, I think Drummond's a really good play. It's tough though. Like this DraftKings pricing is so whack right now. Um, I, I hate what they've kind of done with it, but uh, at 8.5 K man, like Drummond, I think is certainly in play. Blake, they priced up a little bit. Uh, I'm, I'm slightly worried about, about Blake Griffin. He was also hobbling around on the court. It looked like the other day he was struggling a bit. Um, so I think Drummond's my favorite guy here on the Pistons side of the ball. And then I don't think I'm messing around with any of the other cheapies. How about you? Yeah, man. I mean, listen, I like Drummond. You know, Drummond's in play all day at this price. Even if he puts up another, you know, nine, uh, if he doesn't kind of hit value, maybe his price goes down to 8K. Now you really jump on it again. So phenomenal play for Drummond in this spot. Man. Phenomenal play. All right. Let's talk about the Hawks side of the ball. I mean, we got Trey Young, 9.4K. Uh, going up against the Pistons, you saw the last game, he ended up playing against Milwaukee. You know, he kind of disappointed a little bit. 45 fantasy points, uh, just didn't make enough shots there. But 9.4K, I still think there's meat on the bone at that price. We can see him go for a massive game. And against Detroit in this massive, uh, you know, massive total, I think he's someone worth considering at 9.4K. How about you? Absolutely, man. You, you know I like some meat on the bone. And, uh, I mean, the usage is there. The fantasy points per minute are still there. So I, I really like him here. Uh, I think he can get the job done. Uh, Detroit is actually a team that I've utilized in, in, in targeting for point guard play really for the past two or three years now, and nothing's really changed. So this is, to me, definitely a spot uh, where Trey could possibly hit one of those 60-point fantasy games. And if he does for 9K, I mean, that's, that's going to be fantastic value for you. So – uh, I'm not saying we've got to completely stack this game up, but, you know, I, I don't like as many guys on Charlotte because of the uncertainty with all those cheap guys. In, 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 uh, in Atlanta, you know where the production is coming from. Most of it is going to come from Trey Young. And as of right now, uh, with our good friend out there, Jabari Parker. So I, I think you look at these guys. I know DeAndre Hunter's kind of been trending. He's been improving. Maybe you consider him 
But all in all, man, Trey Young and uh, and Jabari, th- those are the guys you want to get your exposure to in this game. Jabari is sixty one hundred. Prices come down, back down a little bit. Uh, I-, I like this price on him for a guy that's got 40, 50 point upside. Yeah, I was going to ask, uh, is that Hunter game an anomaly? I mean, Hunter had a massive game the other day for 46.25 fantasy points. I think it's more of an anomaly. I would kind of stay away from him. I think it's mainly targeting Drummond, Young, and Parker here and kind of call it a day. Yes, sir. All righty, let's move on to the next game. We got the Sacramento Kings. We got the Brooklyn Nets. And we don't have a total here, So, uh, but, you know, with these two teams playing – Brooklyn, they normally play pretty pace up. Sacramento, they've been playing more pace down. They're playing a lot slower, more half-court sets you've been seeing out of this team without De'Aaron Fox in the lineup. And you're also seeing them, your defensive rating has gone up a ton. So uh, this is a little bit of a different team here that we have uh, compared to what it's been. So don't know what the total is going to be exactly. Uh, stay tuned for that. But let's talk about the one guy, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. I mean, this is just his offense now. Uh, 7.6K on um, that's still too cheap for him. We talked about it. I don't know. I don't think you were on the pod for that. That was Grant. We talked about it. We said we still liked him. He was fine. Um, and, yeah, he had a great game. And now 7.6K, like, I still think we have to consider him and play him here against Sacramento. How about you? Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, look, so I, I, for everybody that's been listening to this pod, I've been on Spencer Dinwiddie all year before Kyrie went out because when I pull up court IQ – and I see guys coming off the bench with around 30% usage uh, in some of these games. I mean, it gets me excited. And so for a while, he was around 30%. It, it did dip on the 30% a little bit. But Dinwiddie was still a guy in that 5K range with Kyrie playing that I was considering playing. Well, now that he's that Kyrie's off the court, I mean, this is just – it's basically Kyrie to, uh, you know, Kyrie light, if you will. He's going to be taking shots. The assist rate is going to be up. With Kyrie off the court right now, the guy's got a 31.9% usage rate, averaging 1.16 fantasy points per minute. He's going to be playing minutes in the 30s as long as the game is close. He's definitely a guy uh, that you have to consider. So that, that's with Kyrie off the court. You know, and I want to go back here because I want to look at that. If you take Karis LeVert off the court, uh, my goodness, I mean, it, it's, it's increasing again. Now he's at 35% usage, averaging 1.18, a slight uptick, especially Dinwiddie at this price. You still got to get him in your lineups. And, in fact, he's about the only guy I want to play in this spot here. Uh, Jared Allen, his price has increased, and, and I don't like it. He is questionable. Uh, maybe he'll play. But if he's out, you know, you'll end up with a little bit of DeAndre Jordan love because at 5,400, I think he'll be a bit too cheap if he's going to get 30 minutes. Yeah, listen, Will, uh, I agree with you here. And and the one guy I love, I loved him last game against Charlotte, talked about it on Wednesday, and I'm going to talk about it again, man. It's Jared Allen. I mean, 6.4K. Listen, he had a 47.75 fantasy outing, and at 6.4K, you know, he still has meat on the bone at that price. Like, uh, you could see him 7.5 soon. I mean, Jared Allen, I think, is certainly in play here against the Kings. I'm not scared of Rashawn Holmes' defense. It's not as great of a value as it was the other day when we got him even cheaper. I believe he was 5.3K, but still think he's in play. Still think he's someone that we can consider. Uh, what about a guy like Torian Prince on a site like a FanDuel, right? You have to play two small forwards. Uh, he's looked pretty good overall. I think he fits this game flow pretty well. What do you think about Torian Prince? Uh, I think he's just okay for me in this spot. I think there are just other guys I prefer to play on a 10-gamer. Uh, you know, the spot for me to play him was the last game against Charlotte. against you know, guys that, you know, Charlotte's weak and small. I mean, they're weak everywhere this year, but small forward and center 
or two positions, they're just getting destroyed. So um, I, I'm, I'm going to pass on on, uh, on on him today. I just think I just think we have a, a couple better options outside of playing Tory and Prince. But I, I totally get the play. Yeah, uh, totally fair. And will listen, like you know, that's because they played Charlotte the Nets. And listen, I would roster our whole Rotor Grinders staff that that played basketball, and it was an ugly show watching us play basketball. I'd roster us against the Charlotte Hornets. Maybe. <laughs> they win, but maybe we score a few. <laughs> they, they, they definitely would win. Hopefully, we'd get a couple buckets. Uh, let's yeah. move on to the next game. We got the Lakers. We got Oklahoma City. It's a rematch from the other day, but now we're in Oklahoma City. It's a two hundred and eleven total. Lakers, they're minus four and a half favorites. Uh, what are you doing here, Will? Uh, is it Anthony Davis season? LeBron? Who you got? Uh, this is kind of going to be a stay away game for me. Listen, I, I'm never going to tell anyone that you can't play LeBron James. You know, but what you guys are going to get from me every time is what I'm what I'm really thinking here. And I don't think this is a game I'm going to need to take down any sort of a GPP. I think we've got so many good plays in the first three games. We're going to have some plays on the back end that I, that I think are going to be better suited for lineup construction today with so many options. So it's not that I don't like LeBron. It's not that I don't like AD. I just don't think I'm going to need them to take down a GPP. And for that reason alone, I'm really not interested – in the LA Lakers, even though I know all the all the uh, production is coming through mainly two guys. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. Agree. This is not a game I love. Uh, I'm trying to think of like if there's anything I can really get behind here. Um, but I mean, Stephen Adams' price is really cheap at four eight. Um, you know, he didn't have the greatest outing there. Maybe there's some tournament upside. Um, Rondo's been playing better, and the minutes are trending upward. He's a cheap guy. He played 24 minutes against Atlanta, 27 against OKC. That's up from 18 against Sacramento. Um, is he a cheap point guard that you can look at as maybe a tournament option here? Uh, not for me. I, I, listen, there are only a couple of Lakers I'm going to play. The only player I'm going to play with John Rondo is if I'm playing in a showdown. I, I'm not playing any Lakers outside of LeBron and AD, and if one of them sits – I'll, then I'll start looking at the other guys, and Kyle Kuzma probably shoots to the top of that list. Outside of that, I just can't do it, man. I'm, I'm staying clear unless somebody's out. Kyle Kuzma is cheap at 4300 but I I don't think I can even pull the trigger there. I think I like the guys in some of these better uh, game environments a lot more. Yeah, I'm with you. The more we talk about it, I just I don't want to touch this game that much. So, uh, And again, like I said, I, I think you brought up a good point. LeBron Davis, you can play them, but I think there's better studs to play today. Let's move on to the next game. We got the Miami Heat. We got the Chicago Bulls. This game's a 214 and a half total and a minus four favorites for the Heat. Listen, this is Jimmy Butler revenge in Chicago. You know I love a good little narrative. Uh, I know he's been chipped around the league uh, you know, since Chicago, but – what are you doing with Jimmy Butler, and what are you doing with this Heat team? Yeah, I mean, listen, I think Jimmy, as long as Justice Winslow is going to be out, I think you keep firing up Jimmy. Here's the cool thing about Jimmy that I've noticed in Miami. It's not that he hasn't done it other places, but Jimmy has had a couple of terrible shooting games, and he's like, back the last game, terrible shooting game, 3 of 16 from the field, but he shot 13 of 13 from the line, right? Five rebounds, five assists, two steals, four blocks. The guy stuffing the stat sheet in Miami. Miami's 10-3, and three, if, if anyone hasn't taken notice. And Jimmy's doing everything. And so when you've got a guy like Jimmy who's typically going to stay priced in the mid-range, 
and he doesn't have to score 40 points to hit value, I think I think you always consider him. Now, at 8,300, I think we're about to hit that point where, you know, unless somebody else goes out, I don't worry about it. But I, against Chicago, I don't mind taking a shot on Jimmy at 8,300. If he gets 50 fantasy points, that's great value. So he's a guy I like, but he's about the only guy I'm going to play. Uh, you know, I do like Bam. Bam is 8K in Chicago. He could dominate these guys. But I'd much rather take a shot on the cheaper guys in the Washington game. And if I'm going to play Bam at 8K, I'd much rather play Drummond at 8,500. So that's kind of my logic behind that. Uh, but Jimmy Butler, man, uh, great play today going against the Bulls who aren't going to play good defense. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. think that the, there's some guys here we can look to roster on the Heat. It's not my favorite game of the day, though. Um, no, no, no. Yeah, I think that's worth noting. It's definitely a game. I'll probably be lower uh, exposed to this game to the field. Um, you know, we still have Otto Porter out. A lot of different guys that are going to be in and out. The one question mark I want to ask you about, and I think this is worth uh, talking, is Shaq Harrison. Uh, price went up to 5K. He started, and against Detroit, he had 45.25 fantasy points in 26 minutes. Now, listen, I'm not expecting that again. I, I'm not, but I will say this. Uh, if you're kind of keeping up on the news, Jim Boylan and his uh, pregame stuff was all about Chuck Harrison. He basically said he's like a top five athlete and like this dude is like, uh, you know, one of the best athletes he's ever seen. So it wasn't worried about playing in minutes. Um, again, the price hike to 5K, I think that was too much, but um, maybe, maybe you're indifferent. Maybe you think this is a guy that you want to get a exposure to because he did have a big game. No, listen, I don't mind Shaq Harrison. Shaq Harrison is – Help all of us, I think, make some money along the way, especially last year when he was seemingly oh, yeah. 3,500 every day. You just plugged him in and got your 25 to 30 fantasy points. I don't think I need Shaq on this slate, though. I mean, at 5K, now he's more than Kobe White. Uh, you, you know, I mean, he's more than Chris Dunn. And it's not like I don't like him, but he only played 20 something minutes. Chris Dunn is getting roughly 20 to 25 minutes a game. I think Chris Dunn could easily pass Shaq if, if things break his way. So I, I'm not playing Shaq at 5K. I missed my opportunity to load up on him, and that's perfectly fine with me. If Shaq Harrison beats me at 5K, so be it. Yeah, I'm with you, and I don't think I'm playing roulette, right? Uh, I'm not just going to guess yeah. these guards. Um, if I want to play roulette, yeah. I'll go hit the uh, casino, man. Like uh, I can go do that there. Uh, you know, Daniel Gafford didn't work out for me. He was getting, uh, he got 15 minutes. Uh, I called him as like one of my cheaper values. I was hoping we'd hand on a slate where we didn't have a lot of value. Right. Yeah. Uh, but then the value opened up, uh, which is exactly what we needed with the Warriors. And, uh, you know, that wasn't the greatest value, but it was value you had to jump on top of. And we might get that value a little later in the show as well, but, uh, this is not a game we're all over bulls and heat. Not one that we're so excited about. Let's move on to the next game. We got the Spurs. We got the Sixers. 224.5 total here. Minus eight are the favorites for the Philadelphia 76ers, Will. How are you approaching this game? Well, uh, you know, DeJounte Murray, I had him the other night at 5,200 on DraftKings. And let me just say, ended up being a blessing in disguise. Well, no, Fandrew, sorry. But a blessing in disguise. Couldn't, uh, couldn't swap my lineup out. My phone froze, and he was just stuck in there. And it ended up panning out. So uh, that ended up working out. Take the money and run, though. Not really worried about Murray here in this spot. Um, you know, Derek White, 
He's still questionable. Are we going to get Patty Mills starting again? He's 5,100 now. Price is up. Had a great game. You know, not taking anything away from Patty. Not taking anything away from Brian Forbes. But these guys had huge games. Played big minutes. I, I, I don't want to risk it here in Philly. Uh, I think DeRozan, and I, I, I've kind of got a, a rule of mine. If DeRozan's under 8K, I don't mind firing him up. The minute he hits 8K or more, I just kind of hop off the train. Um, and, and same thing for, for Aldridge. Aldridge at 7K in this spot. Uh, I, I like the price. I think he's got upside here. So those are the guys that I'm looking at. So j- just to recap, I don't really want to play these guards. I don't want to play Patty at 51 against Philly or Forbes don't wanna, or, or Murray. Don't want to play those guys. But I, I do have interest in DeRozan or an Aldridge at 7K in this spot. Alrighty, yeah. Well, uh, listen, I'm not as interested in those guys. I just think this matchup is really tough against the Sixers. Uh, I get it though, right? The price on Aldridge feels nice, but the matchup against Embiid is a little bit scary. So I don't know. I'm not as intrigued as maybe you are, um, but I think there's just better plays that you can go to. And overall, this game, it's a tough one to figure out. Um, I'm assuming Jakob Podol is going to you know, be in the lineup again. Uh, kind of like him, I think he's cheap enough where we can make him work. If he's going to play 26 minutes, I think he's going to be a really safe and consistent option. So like going back to Podol, uh, if Murray's going to be benched for Patty Mills, I think you've got to consider him. Uh, the price has gone up a bit, a bit though. Uh, 5.1K is a little pricier than we want it to be, but I still think he's in the conversation. Uh, what about Bryn Forbes? I don't think you mentioned him, but he's coming off a 40 fantasy point game. I think that's a little bit of a mirage, but you know, with Murray out of the game, uh, Forbes, uh, maybe, maybe this is a real thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm not playing these guards at all priced up from the Spurs. It's another team, you know, to me of roulette. I mean, what happens if uh, – if uh, what's the other guy? I used to play for Charlotte. Let me look him up. What happens if Bellinelli plays this game? You know, he could end up playing 20, 25 minutes. And listen, the Spurs, yeah, their rotation has been a little bit better, but I've just learned to not trust the Spurs. I, You know, in, in spots like this, now they're priced up. I'm going to pass on all these guards. It's just DeRozan or Aldridge for me, if any. Yeah, I, I totally get it. I'm going to give you – listen, I'm going to give you the Tuttle 1-150 one and 150 play, right? The I'm sure you've watched the Swolecast. This is like just like a nasty tournament play. You put them on one of your 150 teams. Uh, the reason I say this is I saw an article come across my timeline today, and I couldn't read it. It was one of those where, like, sometimes you click on these articles and, like, you're locked because, like, you don't subscribe to the San Antonio Gazette or whatever it is. Right. Uh, Please so, don't say Damari Carroll. Please. Yeah, that's the guy. Oh, man. my God. Listen, hear me out, Will. Hear me out. And, again, this is something that I'm going to probably read up on a little bit tomorrow and see if it's going to happen. But Popovich is pissed, man. He is not happy with this defense. Uh, and – Damari Carroll's like, you know, a known like defender, right? And they kind of talked about maybe him getting some run there uh, to kind of help fix that defense up a bit. Listen, I'm not saying Damari Carroll's the linchpin to fixing the Spurs problems, but if you're telling me Damari Carroll at 3K gets inserted into the starting lineup somehow for some reason, and I've seen Popovich do crazier things. You can't tell me you haven't. Uh, <laughs> 3K starting Damari Carroll is intriguing. Uh, so, uh, listen, it's one of those things – I'm talking about it now. It sounds crazy. And by 5 o'clock tomorrow, it could not be as crazy as you think. So, again, one of those things that I'm monitoring, one of those things I want to jump ahead of people. I want to make sure if Carroll does ever get in there, I want to be ahead of the herd. I want to make sure I get that really good price tag like people did with Shaq Harrison. So, something to consider, something to look at. Uh, Let's talk about the Philadelphia side of the ball. Uh, What do you want to do here? 
Joel Embiid, 9.3K. That's really cheap for Joel Embiid, man. And listen, the Spurs on defense, they can't stop anything. I think that price tag is really good. I don't mind Horford's price tag at 5'7". You could talk me into some fights. Harris at 6'2". Again, this isn't my favorite game in the world, but some of these price tags on the Sixers, they're really nice. Yeah, man, for sure. I think your favorite for me has got to be Horford. I mean, not Horford. Embiid, excuse me. Not Horford, folks. Embiid at 9,300. Uh, plenty of meat on the bone. This is a guy that if he was, you know, 10-5 in two weeks, I don't think we'd be shot if he really just turned on the Jets and started torching the fantasy community. So uh, I like Embiid, 9,300. I think that's a great, great, great price for him. Um, and so, yeah, I'm with you, man. You know, Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid. Not really interested in anyone else from Philly. I, th- I don't think I'm going to need Ben Simmons to take down a tournament. Don't think I'll need Tobias. Joel Embiid is someone I may need, though, so he definitely goes in the pool. Yep, he's the top guy. He's the guy I'm most likely going to play, and the guy I'll probably have the most exposure to on this team. Probably limited exposure on the other guys. Uh, like him a lot, uh, and comparing him against the other center price tags. Maybe we'll do that at the end. We'll kind of talk about what our, who our favorite center is in this top end range. Uh, let's go on to the next game. Let's talk Cleveland and Dallas. And listen, uh, I don't want to talk Cleveland and Dallas. I mean, I want to talk Luca because he's an amazing player. Uh, I think the question we have to talk about here is Luca. We saw what he did against the Warriors. I expect him to crush the Cavs. Uh, the question is, can he do it again? And is he going to be worth that price tag? I think the answer is yes, even at 11.4K. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I, I think he can crush it here as long as Cleveland can keep the game close. Uh, and, and maybe they can because Tristan Thompson, he was just out for rest, so he should be back. So, you know, Larry Nance, I'm sure his price is going to, you know, come back down. Not come back down, but Larry Nance won't have as many minutes. So, yeah, I, I don't hate it here. Believe it or not, Dallas is a team that has struggled inside as well over the years. And so, you know, I, I think my favorite play here, if this game is close, a guy like Tristan, Tristan Thompson at 5,700, could be a difference maker for, for Cleveland. I mean, on the season, he's averaging 35 fantasy points uh, per game. He's had some 40s in there. He's had some 50s sprinkled in there at 5,700. Still meat on the bone. There in Philly, I mean, he, he brought in 34.25 fantasy points, 35 again at Philly. So I, I like him here. I think that's still a good price on him. Uh, just think it's good value. Kevin Love, 7,800, still a little meat on the bone there. We saw what he was able to do against Miami in a blowout, played 33 minutes, still put up 46.25 fantasy points. Uh, he's had a couple 50 sprinkled in there, so he's a guy that I like. And then, uh, you know, the coach is talking about shaking up the starting lineup. I really wish we could get Jordan Clarkson playing 28 minutes, 28 to 30 minutes a game. He'd be a lot to load here. But I'm just not sure what the coach is going to do. Uh, but other than that, I don't really want to play any guards. I, I don't mind Se- – uh, not Sexton. I don't mind Clarkson. Clarkson at 4,400 coming off the bench. Coach is kind of talking about switching up the lineup a little bit, doing something different. Maybe he gives Clarkson more minutes. He would be a guy that I would throw as a dart throw. Kevin Love, Tristan Thompson, those are your guys. Yeah, listen, if the starting lineup gets shake up, shake, shaken up, I'll, I'll look at this team more and consider what to do. But I'm not going to touch Cleveland, really, I think, unless the starting lineup gets changed. I, I get the love as a tournament play and maybe running it back in your, like, multi-entry with, with a Luka. Like, if, like, let's say you play Kevin Love. If Kevin Love has a big game, Luka probably has a big game, too. So if I was multi-entering and I had Kevin Love exposure, I'd make sure all my Kevin Love teams 
have Luca on it. That's just the way I, I think I would approach it. And like I said, Luca, one of the better cash game plays. I was a little worried about the blowout against Golden State and then happy that I ended up getting on him. And uh, listen, I'm not going to ignore him here. If we got all the value in the world, Luca is one of the top plays of the day. Let's move on to the next one, Will. Golden State Warriors, Utah Jazz. We don't have a line here. And the reason why is we don't know what's going to end up happening with Draymond Green. I will say Draymond could end up playing. And the reason why I think there's a good chance he plays is because they talked about he got injured during the, uh, the game before the Dallas game. And, you know, he's played through the injury with a sleeve on. And then in Steve Kerr's press conference, what he said before the game was he talked about how Draymond's uh, injury, it wasn't a big deal. The reason why they were considering resting him, he was maybe not going to play, was because of the minutes he's been piling on. So I'm expecting Draymond to be more of a full go here. I'm expecting us to want to be on him here. Uh, in this spot, it, the, the question, though, is Utah Jazz. Is that defense too tough at a 5.8K price tag? Well, you know, listen, I, I try not to write off teams as much as most just because if – and listen, there are certain situations where, you know, do I legitimately think there's going to be a blowout? Yes. But as long – you know, and the Warriors, they seem like a team that you think is going to get blown out, but then they go to Utah and they lose by five or they win by two. So I don't want to completely write it off, especially if we've got some value in the game. Um, the problem is the Warriors' prices are starting to climb a little bit now. Uh, Chris is 4700 so he's not free anymore. Collie Stein at 5 k is fair. Pascal, 6300 He's not cheap anymore. Uh, you've got uh, Spellman. He's 4200 He's not cheap anymore. All these guys. Now, Glenn Robinson, his price has kind of come down a little bit. He was 48 He's 46 and then you've got Burks, who, you know, now Burks is 5700 His price has, has increased a little bit. And you've got Kai Bowman at 5200 None of these guys are value plays anymore. And so as a result, I, you know, I, I don't want to touch the Golden State Warriors against Utah for that reason. If they were still cheap, I'd be interested. None of them are really cheap anymore. I think we can scratch them off. Uh, so I, I kind of agree with you. The only thing is, like, they only have eight bodies, Will. I mean, if there's no Draymond, they don't got anyone else to really play. So um, I'm not as down on them as you are, but I, I get it, right? The prices well, have if, gone up. If Draymond's out, this is totally different. Okay, if, gotcha. If, if, if he's out. But if he's in, like, I, I'm not playing anybody. I can tell you that right now. Yeah, so I agree with you. Uh, and, and like I said, he, he's questionable. I, I personally think he plays, but um, I was surprised he had the questionable tag, too. Uh, I don't think that, um, based on what Kerr said, it didn't make a lot of sense. But, you know, they're just kind of tanking. So wouldn't surprise yeah. me. Um, and if he ends up being out, like, these guys are going to be very chalky, uh, worth noting, uh, you know, we're, we're going to want to be considering them because they only have eight bodies. It's, it's going to be a situation to, to load up on a little bit, even though it's Utah, it might feel a little uh, uncomfortable, but I think it's some guys you got to definitely consider, you know, check out the rotor grounders projections, see what guys like Chris Gimino, uh, notorious SBK, uh, Tuttle, see what they're all saying over there on the rotor grinders premium projections. Uh, let's head on over. Will and talk about the jazz side of the ball because uh, you know, the golden state warriors, they're similar to Charlotte. They play no defense and they're not very good. Um, you know, Rudy Gobert is 8,200, Donovan Mitchell 7,900. A lot of upside still at those prices. Uh, Conley 6,5. He hasn't been the greatest this year. Uh, can I interest you in any of these Utah guys? Yeah, absolutely. And w one of the favorite guys, this is a guy I've had my eye on. This is a game where this guy could explode, and that's Joe Ingles down there at 4,400. Going against Golden State, uh, our good friends that aren't playing any defense, my goodness, uh, 4,400 for Joe Ingles in this spot. A little bit too cheap for me. So I don't think he's going to hardly get any ownership. 
Uh, try to get a little bit of Joe Angle's exposure. I, I don't really have to talk you guys into Rudy Gobert. You know he's a good play. You know Donovan Mitchell is a good good play. But Joe Angles, folks, 4,400, playing almost 30 minutes some games uh, against the Warriors. Uh, f- sign me up, man. Uh, give, give me good old Joe from Australia at 4,400. And guys I didn't expect to be touted on this podcast today were Jingle and Joe uh, Ingles. Uh, but listen, <laughs> I, I get it. The price ain't bad. Uh, I, I understand that. I don't know. I'm just not as high on the Jazz guys right now. I think as the day goes along, I maybe get a little more interest, but I don't know why. I'm, they're just not the sexiest plays. I guess that could be it. Um, but I get it. It's the Warriors, right? You can kind of play uh, anyone. There you go. That's yep. the sell. It's not hard. Um, <laughs> let's go to the next game. We got the Boston Celtics. We got the Denver Nuggets. Uh, this game, it's in Denver, right? Uh, one of the tougher home courts to play at. Boston coming from L.A. Uh, Denver, let's see the line on this game here that I have. Um for some reason, I lost it. You got it, Will? Oh, here it is. 206 total, minus four favorites for the uh, Nuggets. And the one thing I wanted to mention was Jokic, right? Uh, 8.6 price tag. Uh, let's start there with him. I mean, listen, the thing I don't like about this game is the 204 total. I'm a guy that I, I gravitate towards a lot of totals, and I'm not a big fan of that. But this pace might fit the Joker style because he's been playing a lot slower this year and hasn't really thrived in those fast-paced games. Yeah, um, this this is a game for me, man. Overall, I'm just not interested. Um, you know, what keeps me interested is pricing. And so I think, you know, some of the prices on these guys will probably keep keep you a little bit interested. Uh, you know, more so on the Boston side for me, not as much on the on the Nuggets side. So overall, man, this is kind of going to be a scratch off. I know Gary Harris is 4,700. Gary Harris has been 4,700 for feels like forever now. And he hardly ever – I'm not going to say he doesn't get there, but he, he's just a guy you throw in on a two-game slate if you know you want 20 points. Not a guy you play on a 10-game slate. So don't really want to play any nuggets in this spot. Um, and that's kind of where I'm at. I'm guessing you don't want to play any Celtics either. I mean, listen, the only guy I'm interested in is Jokic and then kind of move on. I just think this game is really tough to stomach. Uh, what about the Boston side for you? Cause I don't know. Yeah, not really. Killer's price has come down. He's 7,600. I think large field, maybe you sprinkle a little bit of him in. A very a very little because he's going to be on very little. But I, overall, I don't feel like you're going to need Kemba. This would just be more – I guess it would be more of a hedge. Like, okay, if Kemba gets 50 – in this game at 7,600, he could help me win a tournament. So uh, that's the approach. But overall, man, I, I don't think we need any exposure from this game and shouldn't get burned too bad with all of the uh, explosions we should see happening earlier in the night. All righty, let's move to the Island game. I believe this is probably an ESPN one Friday night or something. I don't know if there's a – it's probably one of the national TV games. But it's it's an hour and a half after the 9 o'clock game, right? So uh, mm-hmm. you, know, you can't make too many pivots and stuff if you're on a site like a DraftKings. Uh, but you got the Houston Rockets, you got the Clippers, and man, this is a juicy game, right, Will? 228 total. Uh, I'm assuming we'll have Kawhi and Paul George. You know, lots of lots of stars here. The stars are definitely out during this game. Where do we start, Will? Because there's a lot of great plays. Yeah, I think on Houston, man, you know, is Daniel House going to play? He's questionable again. Uh, he was listed as doubtful. Now he's questionable. Uh, you're talking about value. If he's out, you're going to get old man P.J. Tucker playing 35 minutes again. 
I do, I do not like P.J. Tucker. I will find a way to not play P.J. Tucker. But if for some reason I had to, wouldn't be, you know, it wouldn't be the worst play in the world. And maybe Ben McLemore would pick up a few minutes. I know we, we think Ben McLemore sucks, but when he's been given the opportunity this year, every game that – pretty much every game he's played 30 minutes, he's gotten you, you know, 20 to 25 fantasy points. So just kind of want to note that. Outside of that, man, Russell Westbrook, 8,400, continues to be – Extremely cheap. Is he going to get there every game this year? No. But as long as Russell Westbrook is 8,400, 8,200, 8,300, 8,600, you need to be getting exposure because he can put up 60, 70 on anybody. Uh, and so that that's my approach there. I don't think I need James Harden to win a tournament today. So as much as I love James, maybe you sprinkle him in, but, but I'm not going to be on the Harden train in this spot. Yeah, James seems like a uh, a better FanDuel play rather than a DraftKings where you have to play, you know, two shooting guards. And, yeah, and what yeah. ends up what ends up happening is we get so much value. You have automatic payup options, and you might be able to get two or three of them. So, um, yeah, Harden's not a guy I'm probably going to end up paying for. I'd rather pay for Luka, I think, over Harden. But listen, Harden, really, really awesome play always, the raw points that he has. And if he's going to be, like, low-owned, I get you can end up going to him. But uh, Clippers is not the easiest matchup. Kawhi, 9-5. Again, I don't know how, how much I really want to get with Kawhi. The problem I have here between Kawhi and Paul George, I think they're going to start e- eating into each other a little bit, and that's going to be a problem. Um, 8.1K for Paul George. Any interest in that, Will? Uh, a little bit. I need to backtrack one quick second. You cool with that? Yeah, where do you want to go? To Clint, Clint Capella at 7,700 is in play in this spot. Against the, like, the Clippers have been struggling inside. Like I don't know if people have been noticing that. Just pull it up. Like, they, they haven't been stopping too many centers. Centers have been kind of eating them for lunch and eating their lunch and taking their lunch money, uh, you know, giving them wedgies in the bathroom type stuff. So I I don't mind a little Clint Capella at 7,700, a guy that has shown 40, 50, 60-point upside in certain spots. Just wanted to point that out. Do I like Paul George to get back on track? Yes, I do, just because I think the price is still okay. At 8100 I still think he can get to 50 I do think, yes, these guys will maybe begin to eat into each other at some point. But I think Doc Rivers is a smart enough coach to figure it out. Maybe he decides to stagger them a little bit, and maybe one gets three or four minutes on the court by themselves. The other gets three or four minutes, and that ends up being six to ten minutes, six to eight minutes, you know, before the game is out. And we've seen what Paul George can do when he's on the court by himself. We've seen what Kawhi can do. I think these guys, you know, get staggered a little bit so they can keep their production up uh, and really stay in the flow of the game. Um, outside of that, don't really want to play too many other guys from the Clippers, um, and that's where I'm at. Yeah, the, the problem with this game is, like, I love all these names, right? Like Harden, Leonard, Westbrook, uh, George. Like, all these guys, have, they're, they're stars, right? Um, even their price tags are nice on guys like Westbrook and George, but you know, I just think there's better – like, not that there's better stars, but I think there's better spend-up options that have the offense to themselves. Like, a guy like a Bradley Beal. Like, I'd rather just go to him. Um, yeah. And, like, call me crazy. Like, Russell Westbrook or Spencer Dinwiddie, like, give me Spencer Dinwiddie for a 1000 less. So, um, it's uh, – I don't know. I don't think I'm going to have as much exposure to this game as, like, you, you'd naturally think just looking at the game uh, at first. Uh, there's mm-hmm. two guys I want to talk about in tournaments, though, uh, on DraftKings specifically that I don't think we've mentioned yet. Uh, that's Sweet Lou Williams at 6.6K and Harrell at 6.2K. We know they have massive upside at that price. Uh, I know the situation's a little different. That's kind of one of the reasons why they're priced down. And, hey, it's a little bit revenge game against the Houston Rockets. So what are you doing here, Will? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't mind those guys. They, they would be sprinkles for me, though. Like, they, they aren't guys that I'm like, okay, 
I got to have them. I got to have him. They're more so at the bottom of my totem pole. And to be quite honest with you, if, if what, what I try to do in my player pool, and maybe this will help some people out, is I, if, if I've got, let's say, five guys in a group, this is my 6K group today, let's say I want to get that group down to two or three rather than four to five. Well, if I've got Harold at 6K and I've got Jabari Parker at, you know, 6,100, I'm going to side with Parker today because he's, he's more of an offensive weapon for his team, um, playing at home. You know, I just feel like Parker would be a better play, so Harold would be out of, out of, my, out of my pool. Uh, same thing for, for Lou Williams. If, I, if I've got Lou at 63-65 and I've got a guard on another team, in a similar spot, like let's say Draymond's out and you can get Pascal for 6,200, then maybe I side more with the Pascal. So uh, I, I like the prices, but I feel like they're guys at equal price with better opportunity. I agree with you. Uh, you mentioned the house injury. That can maybe get us on some of the, some of the cheaper guys, but uh, that's about it here for this one, Will. And listen, we breezed through that 10-gamer uh, here, but before we get out of here, man, we got to do the morning grind game. So We uh, got to do it. Yeah, man, let's fire that up. Let me get some stuff set up here, change something to my other screen, and we'll get started. So first one up, we got favorite 7X play under 5K. Uh, I think uh, in your notebook it might be uh, the guy that you talked about earlier, so tell me who it is. Oh, man, give me all the Moritz Wagner, Moritz Wagner, Moritz Wagner, Moritz Wagner, 4,700, 7X. I, I, think, I think you can book this one, man. Pretty, pretty excited to get some Wagner exposure today. Yeah, man. Oh, gosh. That's the thing, man. The value, it's not great right now, man. Like, uh, I know it'll open up tomorrow uh, <laughs> because that's what it does, right? That's the NBA. Um, I'm trying to see who's the guy I would end up going with here. Um, you know what I'm going to lean with? I, I think he could have a really good game. I think he fits this style, too. Um, give me Malik Monk, right? Uh, with the minutes he can get, if he's shooting a lot, like yeah, he could have a big game. So, uh, when in doubt, go to the Wizards and the Hornets game, right? So, we'll go <laughs> with him as an interesting value. Like I said, I think better value will open up throughout the day. Um, favorite under 5X over 8K uh, play. So, basically, any of the 8K guys and above, who's your guy that's going to bust, basically? So, below 5X. Yeah, man, give me Jokic. Uh, Jokic never fails. Uh, you know, when we take Jokic on this show, he typically doesn't get there. Uh, so let, let's see if we can we can we can round this up again. I think out of that group, Jokic is least likely to succeed. All right, you know who I'm going to go with? Uh, it might be an unpopular thing. He just had a pretty big game against this team. Uh, give me Anthony Davis at uh, 10.1K. Um, All right. I don't know. Maybe, I like maybe I'll call myself uh, crazy afterwards. I, I worry about the injury a little bit with him. Um, and I ended up fading in the other day and it kind of costed me a little bit. Uh, maybe that'll end up, I'll, I'll turn it around and be like, I can't worry about that injury, but that thing scares the crap out of me, man. Uh, so 10.1 K, uh, I think I'm going to stay away from Anthony Davis. Call me crazy. Uh, let's move on over favorite six X play. So, uh, who's the guy that you think is going to six X and have a massive, massive day? Yeah, man, I, I, this shouldn't be a secret. We're going to stay in the same game, man. I'm rolling with Bradley Beal today at 9,600. I know it doesn't seem like he could get there, uh, but listen, man, Charlotte's just struggling this year. This is a deep, this is a game with just absolutely no defense at all, and there are a ton of guys that can get there. I like Bradley Beal. I'm going to stick with the theme of targeting my Charlotte Hornets, targeting uh, your Washington Wizards, not you, but the people there in the capital. 
And uh, Bradley Beal, 9,600, I-, I like him a lot today. I, I think this could be a 60, 70-point game uh, if the shots are falling. Yeah, listen, I think that's a pretty good call there. Um, man, I'm trying to find the – see, I don't love the mid-range today. I think the mid-range is kind of nasty, man. It's not the, uh, not the greatest spot. But, you know, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to stick in the same game because uh, I-, I like this guy a lot. I think he has a lot of upside, and this is a spot where he can obviously uh, get it done. Um, let's go with uh, Thomas Bryant here, man. Uh, I'm a yeah. big fan of him. Uh, he can have big games. He's disappointed at times, but the price is right where we've seen these like 50 point ceiling games for him. But like I said, don't love the mid tier today and getting that six X value guys. Um, let's see balls out tournament play. Who's the guy you're just going out off with? Uh, who's the lone guy that no one's going to have that you just want to, uh, you know, go big with today. Hey man, I'm going back. Another guy we talked about, Give me the jingle, Joe Ingles, 4,400, going against Golden State, playing almost 30 minutes a game right now. Joe Ingles is, is, is on my radar heavy. Uh, I think he's a great player today. All righty. So, Jingle and Joe is your guy. Um, listen, so this is the guy I'm going to go with, and uh, I know it's it, it could get ugly, uh, but – um, give me, uh, get, actually, yeah, give me, give me Damari Carroll, man. Like, I, I think this is I knew it was bad. coming. <laughs> yeah, listen, um, I'm, I'm a chalk donkey. I play all the chalk. I, I love eating the chalk. I like eating the good plays. But, um, listen, I just think that something's going to happen here. I think they got to change something in San Antonio. It's a disaster what's going on. And listen, that's the whole point of this take, right? Uh, just putting a completely out there take. And when it hits for the big game, um, you know, you, you take your victory lap. And when it doesn't, you know, you just uh, ignore that it even happens. So, uh, yeah, we'll go with Damari Carroll. Uh, give me your favorite spread. Give me your favorite total. Which one do you think is the best? Man, listen, I'm, I'm going with this Charlotte game. And I know right now we're at a 233 total. But I've seen these Wizards games get up into the, you know, 130s, 140s already. I'm actually going to take the over here. We're at 233. The Wizards are minus six. I, I like the I like this game total at two thirty three to go over. I think this game hits two forty five, two fifty, easy. All righty, um, I'm gonna lean with uh, I'm gonna lean with an interesting one. Uh, I, I'm not a big believer in in what the Hawks are have. Like it, it's a rough group of guys they got there. I think Blake Griffin and Drummer are just gonna dominate enough down low. Uh, I'm gonna take the Pistons. Give me Pistons minus five and a half here at home. Um, that'll do it for us though, Will. Uh, sum up the podcast, sum up the slate, and then we'll get on out of here. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I think this, this slate today uh, is going to be full of early screenshots and barring some catastrophe at the end of the game, like Patrick Beverly scoring 30 fantasy points in, in the fourth quarter and, and overtime. I, I, I think the early games are going to yield some fantasy goodness. Uh, not that you can't take any guys in the back end, but the, you know, the first group of games, they're all bad defense. So don't think you have to play someone for the late game to protect yourself from a lead. You know, that's all mental. It's not real. It's a pigment, a figment of your imagination. You don't have to have guys in the late game to win. Late night hammers do exist, but they don't exist every day. Uh, so anyway, just wanted to plug that in there. Uh, stay true to your process, and let's win some money. Yeah, man, I'll take my Spencer Dinwiddie hammer and I'll take my, uh, you know, Charlotte Wizards and uh, Hornets hammer and just uh, move on from there. Load up on those spots. Absolutely great, uh, fun slate and uh, great time doing the podcast with you. I'm sure I'll have you back next week. I'm sure we'll be talking NFL. And listen, Will, good luck in your NFL contest, okay? Yes, sir. You too, my brother. All right. We got to get on out of here, guys. Thanks a lot for joining us. For me, Travis Mangone, for Will Preser, Chief Justice, we're out of here.